What's up, everybody? Welcome to week three, three of It Sports Is. We're so happy you're here with us today. My name is Christine. I am your average Joe Schmo when it comes to sports knowledge. I will be here to ask the questions that you guys will have at home. And I am Sarah, your self-proclaimed sports expert. I am here to answer all of the questions that Christine has and hopefully all of the questions that you have at home. So let's jump right into it, Christine. We are going to preview the Olympics. And let me just start by saying I was very, very excited for the Olympics last year until they got canceled. COVID canceled, just like everything else in 2020. It got COVID canceled. So it got COVID canceled. So now that it's coming back up, what better time to bring it up on the podcast and teach you guys everything that you guys need to know. Obviously there's like a gajillion different things that you guys need to know, but I think we're just going to hit on a few topics. Yes. Yes. I know. I started going down like so many rabbit holes prepping for this podcast episode because there's so many different sports. There's 34 different sporting events. And then those are just the categories within those categories. There are like you know, hundreds of different events under those main categories. So I'm sure like we could probably have our own podcast dedicated to just talking about Olympics each week. Okay. So much. We should though, like that should be a filler. Like we should go like, just hit like the main ones, I think. And this is, I'm going to get down to this with qualifying and we'll ask you guys a questions and question and we'll follow up on it on Instagram. But there are like the really popular ones, which I think people will, want to know about. So they kind of know what they're watching, um, you know, rules for those, how you qualify things like that. So we're not going to get into that today, but I do want to know from y'all at home, um, on our Instagram or in email us at info at it sports this, and let us know, you know, of the list of Olympic sports that I'm getting ready to rattle off. And maybe we can, you can hit that a one and a half times on your podcast app. And that way I'll run through all of them. Um, but you tell us which ones that you want to hear more about that way. We're not having to go into detail about, okay. I don't want to throw any like sports under the bus, but like judo rowing karate. I was looking at that list and I'm like, the hell is judo. (laughs) I've never, I can confidently say I've never heard of judo. I I don't know what it is. I think it's like, um, like it's fighting. It's some sort of like fighting like karate. Also, before we jump into things, I also want to bring up that whoever um, went to Apple Podcasts and tried to find us and give us a review, you guys are the real MVPs. Yes, you thank you. You guys are the reason that we are so successful in this podcast business thing that we're trying to do because <laughs> without your reviews, we wouldn't really get anywhere. So we love you guys and hopefully Apple Podcasts will now be cooperating with us. Yeah, I checked today, which you guys know we record on Tuesdays. Today's Tuesday, May 25th. Actually, I checked last night, so I should check again today. But my husband, as you know, being the true fan that he is, had not subscribed or reviewed us yet. And so I was like, oh, perfect, Travis. I know. Perfect, Travis. You are the perfect person to like go on and, and search in your Apple podcast to see if we come up. Well, womp womp, we didn't come up. So I'm going to keep checking every single day. And then I will update you guys on the Instagram story and let you know, but hopefully we'll have some good news tomorrow or even Thursday. Once we push our new episode live. Definitely. So 
Jumping into the Olympics now, Sarah. So let's just kind of go over briefly. What is the Olympics? Yeah. So I Googled this and this is the official definition. It's the, the Olympic games as they are called. So the Olympics are short for the Olympic games are an international sports festival held every four years. And the ultimate goals are to cultivate human beings through sport and contribute to world peace world peace. Peace. <laughs> you added a T at the end there. I think because I was trying East. <laughs> if you were in a beauty pageant, you would fail and become in last place. World peace. Yes. It reminds yeah. me of Miss Congeniality. World peace. Yeah. To contribute to world peace. So there's the summer games and there's the winter games. Um, obviously in July, which is when the Tokyo games are, it is a summer game. So the summer games are every four years. So it's on the, like, let's say 20. So we'll have another Olympics again in 2024. Um, and then another Olympics again in 2028. And then the winter Olympics are in those off years, those in between years, right? So the winter Olympics will be held in 2022 and 20. 26 and 2030 and so on and so forth. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. And that's why we all get so excited for the Olympics because we only get to watch them every four years. And to be honest, summer Olympics is definitely my favorite. It is. It is. Actually, I don't know. I really get into winter Olympics too. I just love all any sort of competition I get really into. And I love that it's literally nonstop around the clock. Like they have NBC is covering it and they'll be covering it again. And you can watch it like literally anywhere. So they have the Peacock app, which is like their version of like Hulu live, right. Or like sling TV or Apple Mm -hmm. TV, whatever it's their streaming service. So you can watch it on the Peacock app on your phone. You can watch it on your local NBC affiliate channel on the TV. You can watch it on NBCOlympics.com and the NBC sports app. So literally you can watch it like around the clock on your phone, on the TV, on your computer, like wherever you want to watch it. And there's always something competitive to watch, which I love. Olympics anywhere and everywhere. So let's like not roll down the list of all the sports that are in that are being played in the summer Olympics, but like to name a few, I know equestrians in there, tennis, volleyball, golf, basketball, is swimming on there. Yes. Aquatics. So aquatics is made up of diving, swimming, synchronized swimming Ooh. and water polo. I like the diving. The diving is always really fun to watch. Yes. And then there's one category that I actually had to Google because I was like, okay, so it's labeled as this. And it says that there are 48 different events under this one category, but I don't know what the category was because it was so broad. It's called athletics, which I know. Do you know what that is? Nice little trivia. No, it's all of the track and field. Oh, so to be, uh, I mean, to be honest, I thought that all the sports were athletics. Yes, they are. But I don't know why track and field got, they get the name athletics. Yes. They just didn't put track and field. I don't know why, but I mean, it's literally like the pole vaulting, the relays, the individual sports, the marathons, like literally like the, um, I think triathlon is its own. Yeah, it is. Triathlon is its own category. So the triathlete, the triathlon is not underneath of athletics, but athletics is all the track and field. So, okay. Like I said, I'm going to roll through all of them, you guys, but this is, I'm going to say them as quickly as possible. Okay. So we've got aquatics, which is all the swimming 
archery, which is the bow and arrow athletics, which is all the track and field badminton, which <laughs> that's interesting. I mean, have you ever seen competitive badminton? No, but I would like to, I would like to, too. You guys, that's the thing with like the birdie. It's like the little tiny rackets usually set up like a little net in your front yard and you like hit it back and forth. There's baseball, softball, basketball, boxing, canoeing, Ooh. cycling, equestrian fencing, which is with the swords, field hockey, football, Fence. which is actually soccer, not football. Fencing always reminds me of the parent trap. On God. Yeah. Yeah. So they wear which like is also on there. What? What? Karate, right? Oh yeah. Hi, yeah. Yeah. Karate is also on there, but let's go back up. Okay. So there's fencing field hockey football, which is named football, but it's actually soccer, obviously football, football, football whatever. Yep. Golf gymnastics, handball, which I know way too much about Ugh. because we have a group of friends, including Sarah's husband, Travis, who actually tried out for the team. You guys, the Olympic team, you guys, my husband, went. <laughs> this just is like the epitome of who Travis is as a human being. And I think I've told you guys, but he did tear his ACL, his MCL and his meniscus playing Gaelic football. Yeah. His first, first and only time playing Gaelic football, but is it handball like basketball? You just don't dribble. No, wait, I don't know the rules, but All right. you play oh, in indoor, that. like indoor soccer cleats, I think. And yes, it's on like a basketball court. And I think you can run, you don't, kick it. No, but like, I thought it was like basketball where you carry it. You throw it to each other. Yeah. You throw it to each other, but the ball is smaller. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know all the rules, but yes, my husband tried out for the Olympic team. They asked him to join some team in Auburn, which is where I think they train. And then he was going to be traveling with it. And I'm like, we can't move to Auburn, Alabama. That's not happening. That's anyway. That can't happen. You also don't need to be traveling to Auburn, Alabama every day just to practice. So handball a was a little, drive. yeah, handball was a little out of the equation for us, but he, he did go and play. So there's handball. Then there's judo, which is whatever that is, whatever that is. Then there's karate. Hi -ya. Hi -ya. And then there's modern pentathlon. Literally no clue what that is either. I don't know what pentathlon is, but I can Google it and I'll I figure it out in a I'm minute. Penta five thon marathon, a five mile marathon. No, I think it's a modern pentathlon. So I think it's like five events on track and field. So like maybe they do instead of like the decathlon, they do the pentathlon. And so they do like five different events on the track and field. So they'll do like shot put and javelin and high jump and yes, pole you're right. It's fencing, freestyle, swimming, equestrian, show jumping, and a final combined event of pistol shooting. What? <laughs> wow. <laughs> That is that's cool. a lot say those again <laughs> okay the modern pentathlon the modern pentathlon is an olympic sport that comprises five different events fencing freestyle swimming equestrian show jumping and a final combined event of pistol shooting and cross-country running Oh my, these people are just jacks of all freaking trades. That sounds fun. That's crazy. So they ride horses, they swim, they shoot, they run. Yep. And did you say, and they fence. And they fence. They are That's sword. Hiya! <laughs> How many times are we going to say, hiya? Hi <laughs> <laughs> 
I think we're up to about five at this point. <laughs> it's so fun. Keep them going. All right. So, so what's after? What's after the modern, modern pentathlon? Okay, so it's rowing, right? So those are all the people, and they're sitting in those long, elongated boats, and they mm-hmm. are rowing. Yeah. Okay. Then there's rugby sevens, which I don't know what sevens is, but rugby we'll learn about in a couple of weeks. We're gonna have somebody who um, plays on a professional rugby team on the show, you guys, and teach us everything we need to know about rugby. But I think you know the basics. But we'll tell you again in a couple of weeks. There's sailing on a sailboat. There's shooting with guns, pow, pow. There's skateboarding, which is no, wait, that's surfing. <laughs> skateboarding. Be, no, that could be skateboarding too. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's sports climbing, which is like rock climbing, boulder climbing, like all those different things. Then there's surfing, cuckoo, cuckoo. Yeah, yeah. And then there's table tennis, also known as ping pong, taekwondo, which hi-ya. Hi-ya. Again, Christine, I had my black belt. No, you didn't. In taekwondo, yes, I did. Did you really? I quit yes. I quit it my blue belt because actually I didn't get my blue belt. I only <laughs> I was at my green belt and they wouldn't give me my blue belt. So why? why? I was like, fine. <laughs> oh no. I guess that makes me a quitter. I'm embarrassed now. No, that's okay. I was I, six. I, I was six. <laughs> yeah. I obviously was very good at Taekwondo because I'm overly aggressive. And as a child, I was even more so. And so the breaking the boards thing, the sparring, I will never forget grandma. Our grandma was sitting next to, so they had sparring was an event, right? And I don't even remember how old I was. I think I did it until I was like 10. But sparring was an event and I was up against this guy and I was like sparring. So like you're in all of your like pad, there's like pads, you were like a vest and a helmet and a mouth guard. And like, you literally just like punch and kick each other. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. Well, that wasn't a sport made specifically for Sarah as a child. (laughs) I don't know what it is. So So I, oh my God. That's cute. I have a cat that keeps moving my camera and she keeps rubbing <laughs> up against my computer. If you notice my computer moving, if you're watching this on YouTube, it's because my cat keeps rubbing up against it. Jeez. Okay. Anyway. So I was up against this kid and I don't know how old I was and I don't even remember where we were, but all I remember is there was a playground outside and mom said that we could play on the playground for 30 minutes after we were done with the Taekwondo event. Right. So I was like, okay, well, if I beat this guy up, I can get done faster. So he literally was like, they like hold their hand out in front of you. And then they go like this, Mm -hmm. like, let go. And here you go. And I was like, like, (laughs) mom, I'm ready to go play. And, um, grandma said the lady sitting next to her was like, wow, wouldn't want to catch her in a dark alley. You're right. You wouldn't. You wouldn't. But grandma said she looked at her and she said, "That's my granddaughter." Oh, <laughs> grandma. Grandma. So, anyways, I was very good at taekwondo, but I think it's a lot of like forms too. Remember, like they had like the choreographed like forms that you would do. Um, so it wasn't just like about breaking boards and sparring, yeah, was, but like it, you it was do like, like following- forms. It was like following a routine to like yes. a dance routine. Hi, yes. Yeah, this way. And then, ooh, yeah, this way. And then like kick kicking and, and yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So that anyway, moving on tennis, um, triathlon, which I am a triathlete too. 
you can officially say that. I give that to you. <laughs> pretty cool. Um, triathlon, but like the full triathlon is a mile swim, maybe even a two mile swim. I think like a 52 mile bike ride and a 26 mile run. Like they, it's like insane. The triathlon is look up what the Olympic triathlon is like the that length of each thing. Sounds miserable. So while you're looking that up, I'll move on. We've got volleyball, weightlifting and wrestling. So there were new sports that were added for the 2020 slash 2021 Olympics, but there's also sports that were brought back. So among those skateboarding is new sport. Climbing is new. Surfing is new karate, baseball, and softball were apparently just like, um, risen from the grave. I guess they took a little break and now oh, they're back. Skateboarding will be fun to watch. Yeah. So it'll be, that's like a brand new one. Same with sport climbing and surfing. So fun. That sounds like fun. So when is it? Um, yeah, so it is Friday, July 23rd through Sunday, August 8th. So the torch ceremony, which is where you'll see like all of the countries, you know, they come out with all of their gear on and they're, they're holding their flag. And then there's one person that's holding the torch. Um, that's on July 23rd. And then you literally have nothing but nonstop sports for like two and a half weeks from like the 24th through August 8th. It's seriously the best. And like, you guys, these people that train for the Olympics, like it is their full-time job. So you can only imagine when COVID canceled the Olympics last year, it, we had some seriously upset athletes because I mean, they put all this time, they were finally ready. And then (laughs) they can't play anymore. Or they can't compete anymore. I should say. Yeah. The Olympics took a break in COVID city and now it's coming back. So how do they qualify then for the Olympics? So this is going back to what I said at the beginning of the episode in that I started going down so many rabbit holes prepping for this podcast, but unless you guys want to sit here and listen to me talk for eight hours, like there's no way to describe not just qualifying, but also all of the rules for all 34 sports that are in the Olympics, because, because it's each just, one of them, each one is of them different. Has different qualifications. That's correct. That's correct. So, I mean, there's, you know, like surfing, for example, I was like, Oh, it's a new sport this year. I bet their qualifying will be simple. I literally watched like a two minute video and I was like cross-eyed by the end of it. And I was like, I don't even know what to type. So it's very confusing, but it's I, also very interesting. I feel yes. like that could be its own podcast episode. Each, each like major um, sporting event in the Olympics could for sure be its own episode. Y'all just need to tell us which ones you want to hear more about. So we'll do a poll on the story. And I don't know how we're going to do it because 34 sports on the story is going to be a lot, but what we want to know from you guys is which one do you want to know more about? So like what sports do you want to know the rules about? And then obviously how you qualify, who the biggest athletes are going to be to look out for that way you can enjoy a sport you otherwise wouldn't watch, um, at the Olympics, or maybe know more about a sport you already do watch. So you guys just let us know which ones you want to, um, watch which ones you want to pay closer attention to. And we'll definitely do more episodes on the Olympics with like individual sports as the headliner. For shizzle, for shizzle. Yeah. So, um, it's being played or sorry, it's being held in Tokyo, Japan, right? Yeah. So it's being held in Tokyo, Japan, which, okay. So here is the, one of the coolest things that I found out today. So I told you guys the torch, 
um, is it's like the, the symbol of the Olympics, right? So you've got the five rings and the torch that is the Olympic, the Olympic rings and the torch. So, um, typically when you have a torch ceremony, you, you're the torch is, I guess, like lit at the beginning of the Olympics and it's kept lit till the end of the Olympics. And then it's like up to the next year's or the next Olympics to do their own torch ceremony and get it from wherever they want to get it. Right. So what's kind of cool about this year is, um, the torch has been lit since March 12th of 2020, where it was lit in Greece. And then they traveled it to Japan still lit. No kidding. Yes. Isn't that cool? So it was supposed to be like, they were supposed to go on tour with the torch, but it was delayed because of COVID. So they, how in the world do they keep it lit for so long in a museum wick? Uh, no, I, it's, I think it's got gas or something. I honestly don't know the science behind it. We should get Alex on here to teach us all about how that fire stays lit, but they've kept yeah, it lit. I'm curious. I know it's been in a museum in Fukuyama, which is in Japan. And then they're starting their torch tour. They already started their torch tour. It started on March 25th. They're going to go through all the different provinces of Japan. And then it will end in Tokyo. How fun for the torch ceremony on July 23rd. I had to look for the date again. Tokyo has kind of always been a place I would want to go. Obviously going to an Olympic to the Olympics would be high, high, high up on my bucket list. So I, I really know. wanted to go to Rio and whenever it was at Brazil. Rio, I follow, um, so flights to Rio right now are actually really cheap. And the only reason I know that is because I'm part of this like scotch cheap flight thing that I became a member of. And I just got a notification that flights to Rio are really inexpensive and to Greece and Greece is allowing people back in. They're no way. Mm -hmm. Well, Christine just booked us flights to Jackson hole. Where are we going? Jackson hole, Wyoming, Wyoming. I keep wanting to say Jackson hole, Mississippi, but that's not right. No, it, we're going to Wyoming and it's going to be freaking amazing. I'm yeah. so excited. We're going in October. Yeah. And you guys go back to our Kentucky Derby episodes. You can hear how absolutely terrified of horses I am. And Christine <laughs> and my mom are already talking about going on a trail ride. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to hit the spa that day. Y'all go enjoy yourselves. I'm no. not going on a trail ride with a horse that I've never met before in my entire life. That sounds miserable and like a lot of chafing. It's going to be so much fun <laughs> and it's going to be so beautiful. Yeah, uh, we so shall see. That was pretty much everything that we wanted to cover with the Olympics, but there are a few tidbits that we also want to bring up that happened recently in the sports world that are super important. Number one being Phil Mickelson. So I always think of grandma, Sarah, whenever I watch Phil, because grandma Aww. loved Phil Mickelson and he is 50 years old, which he mm. looks great. Like, he doesn't even look like he's aging. He it, looks older. He looked older in his late thirties than he does now. I think that's what it is because yes. like you look at him and you're like, he looks no different. I guess you're just kind of used to him looking like an older man. He literally looked older. Yes. In his late thirties, he's lost weight. He looks great. He looks wonderful. Well, his mental game is definitely there too, because he just won the PGA tour that was at Kiowa Island this past weekend. And he made history because he became the oldest player to ever win a major championship on the PGA tour. Yeah. So it was the PGA championship. Um, you just said he won the PGA tour. He didn't win the PGA tour, but he, I mean, basically did because he won the PGA championship, but yes, he was the oldest oh. player to ever win a major championship. Like how crazy is that? And it was in Kiowa, which I just love dropping bombs that 
that's where we grew up going to the beach. <laughs> I know we, we would always, we would always bring, my parents would always let, allow us to bring one friend each. So I don't know how they did that, but they had eight kids in one house. Uh, one time I brought twins. Remember Michelle and Stacy were my best oh, friends. Yeah. So I brought two. So we had nine kids. Funny story. Kiowa Island is the very first place I ever drank a beer for the very first time. And it was a hot 80 degree Bud Light that sat in Lee Red's car for at least like three weeks. Kiowa was the first time I drank too. And it was with also with Lee Red. Uh, Lee? <laughs> Lee Red, we love you so much. Okay. So next Phil Mickelson is obviously a boss dude, but Simone Biles is, I mean, a boss total boss. That's right. So she performed a new move at the U S classic this past weekend called the, I, I don't know if I'm going to say this right. The Yurchenko double pike. And she is the first female gymnast to ever attempt the move in competition. And naturally she totally crushed it. She made it look so easy. Like it's kind of one of those moves where you're like, Oh, you know, is it that big of a deal? Like it does, she doesn't make it look like it's that big of a deal is what you're trying to say. Yes. Her body was super straight and she did two flips. So like, really, when you think about it, that actually sounds really hard. She's doing a pencil and then just like flips and somehow makes it look flawless and effortless. Oh, so her whole body's straight. Like, is she in a pencil or is she like hugging her straight legs? Okay. So it's actually kind of a combination of both. Cause like, she looks like she's in a pencil, but she is a little bit tucked under her thigh. So her hands aren't like straight next to her, but they kind let me just show you. I was going to say, cause I thought she was like holding her legs, but and then I'm like, maybe she was in a straight line. So she's like, okay. So her body is not like full straight, you guys, but her, her legs are straight and it's like her, she's hands, like wrapping her hands underneath her hamstring, but, but her body is not like curled up to her legs. Like no. she's still like separated from them enough that I think it's like a pike, a double pike. So she, like Christine said, she makes it look so easy. You're literally just like, is it that big of a deal? But it literally is the, she's the first female gymnast to ever attempt it in a competition. She's, she's so good. She's amazing. She I can't wait to watch her at the Olympics. She's been a rock star from like the second that she came out, you know, it's like, I feel like she's been, um, participating in the Olympics for a long time now, at least it seems like that. But then again, there's four years in between each one. Um, right. Right. But she's like the Michael Phelps of gymnastics. gymnastics. I know. I know she's amazing. And last but not least, Christine, the French open is this weekend. It starts on May 30th and just a few things that you need to know. So it's in Paris, France at Roland Garros. What is the St French open? It's a tennis. Oh yeah. Thank you for saying that. It's a tennis match, but it's one of the grand slams which, okay. So there's four grand slam competitions in tennis. There's the Australian open, the French open, the U S open and Wimbledon. And so the French open is one of the four, but it's the only one that is played on clay. So it's not played on like your typical grass court. It's got that like orange, like yes. dusty clay stuff. Do you know what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So those are kind of the things that you need to know, but who to look out for is Nadal. So Nadal and Roger F um, have the same record of 20 grand slam single titles. Wow. And if he wins the French open this year, Nadal, he'll have 21 and he'll surpass Roger Federer. Okay. So those are the two people to watch then. Um, I don't think that are they playing each other? He's decided not to participate in the French open. Okay. So if Nadal wins, then he will surpass Roger 
for better. The most Grand Slam single titles. That's correct. That's correct. So he's won. He would have, if he wins the French Open this year, he won 21 of the four. He'll, yes. (laughs) And Federer, Roger Federer is not playing in the French Open. So if Nadal wins, then like I said, I'm sure we'll see them kind of go back and forth because Federer is still playing. But for now, Nadal would be ahead of Roger Federer with the most Grand Slam single titles. So. Good. And it's being played in Paris, France. So we already say that. Yeah, we already said that. All right. Well, that wraps up this week's episode of It Sports Is. You guys are the best. Don't forget to give us five stars on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or really anywhere that you find your podcast. Subscribe to our podcast, but also follow us on Instagram and our YouTube channel. We love you guys so much and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Hi-ya!